Iowa everywhere. From the Channel Seed Studios. Studios. Welcome to The Hook. A look behind the lines with Mike Palm and Ken Miller. Powered by Circus Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. This is Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed. Seedsmanship at work. And hello again, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Hook. My name is Ken Miller. You can uh, hear myself along with Trent Condon on Monday through Friday on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Let me get the sweatshirt in there. And that's Mike Bond, the Vice President of Operations at Circus Sports. Uh, a lot going on in Las Vegas. We'll touch on a couple of those things. But, uh, Mike, before we get started, we should both take a minute and wish our producer... Aiden Wyatt, a very happy belated birthday was yesterday, but 22 years old for Aiden. So HBD HBD to you, Aiden. Happy birthday to Aiden. You've come a long way from Gladbrook. Thanks, guys. I'm from Rhinebeck, Mike, but uh, I appreciate the thought. They're all consolidated (laughs) districts. They're all Cedar Falls, whatever, whatever. Yeah, regardless of where you're from, happy birthday from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, let's move on. Uh, Mike, I want to go back to Thursday night. Uh, wait a minute. I'd like to press this issue. What? What Are you in your junior or senior year at Iowa State? Senior. Last semester. What's that? Senior year. I'm in my last semester. And what's your degree going to be in? Journalism. And um, is there any hope of a job beyond this, this everywhere for you when you graduate? I think so. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yep. So you're a short timer. <laughs> no, he's going to be a full timer, I think, everywhere in Cycle yeah. Fanatic. If I had to guess, I would. That's just my guess. Yeah. There might be that's something like that. Guess. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, it works out. We enjoy uh, doing this with you, Aiden. You're part I of the team, you guys. Um, so, so Mike, I, I really want to start with you. Is we'll get to the lines. We'll go, you know, etc. In a second, but it's been a huge story this week in Las Vegas. Uh, when it comes to the MGM properties that have been hacked, and maybe Caesars was hacked and kept it on the download prior to, but people trying to check in, you can't play a slot machine, you can't use a debit card. Mike, this is a disaster for MGM. Well, let me tell you something, Kenny. So I was just dealing with something, was why I was a minute late logging on here. So it came out in the Las Vegas Review Journal yesterday. Nobody knew about the Caesars deal and that they paid a ransom. But then they also said, as Caesar said, if you ever hit a jackpot at Caesars or made a wager of more than $999, there's a chance that your driver's license number and social security number have been compromised. Oh, my. Now, I stayed in hotel rooms, so you always had to put your credit card down on there, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just get a, a fraud alert from my bank. Did you make a purchase in San Diego, California? Oh, no. And all I'm thinking about is Caesar. So I was on the phone with the bank for 45 minutes. I mean, here we go. That's something. So you stayed at Caesar's property when you, when you used to come out? I always, I always had offers, comp rooms. You know, I stopped sure. playing during pandemic, Kenny, yeah. because I'm a dice player. And with the mask, you can't hear anything. And I, I tried it once and I said, ah, I just couldn't do it. And I and I just sort of lost the urge, actually. But for many years, I was I was a seven star. So I had comp. I mean, I mean, I think one year I had 312 room nights out of 365 days. <laughs> I rarely use it, but they make you ch- have the room to get your offers in that, whether it's an event or free play. But you yeah. always had to put for incidentals or whatever your sure. card. down. So that was my card on file with that mm. company. So I. I, I'm very concerned, and I'm going to ask my bank probably to 
to change my uh, debit, get a new debit card. But also, you know, if they have your driver's license number and your social security, your date of birth, they can apply for credit, get credit. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. it, it's uh, when I attended the the spring American Gaming Association Board of Directors meeting, we had three regulators give the presentation. They were in the, the roundtable forum with Bill Miller, the president of the AGA. And Bryn Gibson, who's the former head of the Nevada Gaming Control Board, they were asked at the end, there was one from Michigan, one from Massachusetts, and then Bryn Gibson. What's the biggest issue facing the gaming industry in the next five years? And Bryn Gibson says, there's there's only one correct answer. There can't be another correct answer. It's cybersecurity. Mm. I mean, and this is before we knew about the, the cage deals with calling in and yeah, this and that. Yeah. And now, you know, they get hold of your systems. I, we confirmed that if something happened here, we could still process payroll through our outside vendor. You know, MGM so specialized. They have their own players reward system. You know, they have their own payroll. So, so they're shut down across the board. If they don't get, you know, they can't even make payroll. Isn't that, oh my gosh. And you've seen, I mean, how, how do you get those customers back, Mike? You mean hours, hours. Three and a half in. hours to get in your room and then your keys, right. keys don't work and you, and you can't, you know. You, you can't make any reservations. Everything's manual. And, you know, it's I, I don't know. Uh, we had I met two different couples uh, at Barcana the other night that left an MGM property and came to the D and checked in. They just couldn't deal with it. Yeah, I don't blame them. <laughs> By the way, uh, uh, Bar Canada uh, and the D look very good on Beeson. Got to be happy with that setup, right? Yeah, it looks good. There's work to it do, does. though. It's hot. It's very hot under uh -oh. the lights. I think I'm going to bring some orchids tomorrow for my show on Saturday there. We can make some money growing orchids. It's very warm. Yeah. Um, so there's some things to do with controlling the climate. But you're right. It looks great yep. visually. Yep. Aesthetically pleasing, no doubt about it. I want to go back to last night, Mike, particularly uh, you, we had you on the radio. Trent and I did today. And the end of the first half, Al Michaels thought the half was over. I don't know if you were listening to Michaels. I was all. listening. I he thought listening. that they're just uh, they're going to run out the clock. We and said he they're going to be up three at the half. They're going to be yep. this and that. And then, like, after they made the first down, then he said, well, may, maybe they can. Right. I mean, everybody in the world knew, first exactly. of all. Except Al Michaels. Let, let's – I don't want to, uh, you know, criticize Al Michaels too. He didn't He's have a great – He didn't right. have a great game. But, I mean, I remember yeah. him on Monday Night Baseball, right? So Monday do I. Night. ABC. Yes. ABC Monday. And they always yeah. had the playoffs in the World Series. Yep. Anyhow, there's all this controversy, and I was in the middle of it on Beeson today. Everybody wants to repeal the touchback rule on a fumble through the end zone, and it, 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 we can't have it anymore, and it's too punitive, and the ball should just go back to the – or the ball should go back to the spot of the fumble plus a 10-yard penalty and loss, and all of this nonsense. I don't want to get into that debate, but what is Jefferson doing? Anyhow, he's supposed to go down at the one and make the Eagles use a timeout, and then there would be no – final possession right 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 they might not even do anything there or if you make them burn too but this how many times bill belichick teaches the, the running backs and the receivers not to lunge the ball to the pylon because mm -hmm. so often it becomes dislodged and it's a touchback if you had the vikings and the points in the first half that's an all-timer bad beat could could be the beat of the year i said top five be. for sure yep. but we'll see but it's it's almost impossible once he catches the ball at the two-yard line, at that point, to lose the bet is almost impossible. It really is. And then for them to go down and kick the yeah. field goal, too. You, you also know they didn't complete a pass on that drive to kick a 61. It was five rushes. Oh, I know. It was run, run, yes. Five rushes. I, they were trying to run out the clock. Anyways, let, let's move on. Um, what's Deion Sanders doing for uh, for, for business at, at Circa as far as people wanting, people, uh, doing... wanting to bet on Colorado? 
Oh, yes. That's all they want to bet on. We opened this yeah. 18. It's up to 24 now. Mm-hmm. But Jay, what is Jay Norvell doing? Yeah, why would you poke you, him, right? You, you had a small spot there where you, you have a, a um, you know, they're coming off an emotional win and then looking ahead to outs and, you know, it's that perfect sandwich spot. It I is. know it's a rivalry game, but it's not really a rivalry no, game. No, it's not. It's yeah. less, much less than an Iowa-Iowa State rivalry. You know what I, mean? I, I lived in Denver and I hung yeah. out with guys who went to see you. This game means nothing. Nothing. Nothing Nothing to see you at all. No. Nothing. No. And when they tried to move it to Mile High, that was a disaster. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, so but why would you give him? Here's the big thing. He went after his mother. His comments were directed right. at Dion's yes. mother. And his what, Dion, what yeah. Dion doesn't post as he's handing out and saying bulldoggy and all this is I'm sure he talked about he went after my mama. Right. Yeah. Yep. And his mother is very close to him. Mm-hmm. He raised. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, what he's saying is my parents taught me, which is a shot at Dion's it's mother. Yeah. I mean, it's terrible. If, if you ever want, if you ever thought there was any chance there'd be a little lack of focus or maybe a lethargic first half, forget <laughs> right. about it. Yeah, you're saving the personal game to next yeah. week after Lanning's it's, comments it's about. Insane. Yeah. Insane. Well, you saw you were aware of what Lanning said when he was asked about your thoughts on Colorado leaving for the Big Twelve. Well, what have they ever done? You yeah. know, I'm paraphrasing, but we'll hear that a lot next week. Uh, but fascinating. So your circus obviously in Iowa. They're uh, in Colorado, uh, coming soon to Illinois and to Kentucky. But what does a Colorado game do in the state of Colorado as far as right? Well, it's just every well, it, it does it does right for the whole for all of our entities, including Nevada. Yeah. Um, the Colorado Nebraska game had more right in Colorado than the Broncos Raiders game. Think about that. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now that is a hated rivalry, and it's the it this this team is the story of football. Forget it college is. football. It it's is. a bigger story than Aaron Rodgers getting knocked out for the year. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Sixty minutes is there. I know. Sixty minutes. Right. It's it's incredible. Big noon kickoff. ESPN I mean, Timmy, college game day. Timmy says that he, this is, is a polarizing story. I don't think it's polarizing at all. I think Deion Sanders has done a great job of appealing to all demographics. Mm-hmm. He's yep. always appealed to white people as well. Yep. I think yep. that everybody's behind a turnaround story, and they're doing it the yep. right way with good football mm-hmm. and creating all this excitement. I mean, I don't think it's polarizing at all. I mean, some people might have said he couldn't do it and might be the first when they do lose a game to say, well, there you uh-huh. go. They're just wrong. Look what they've done already. I mean, just the fact what they've done already, they're going to be 3-0, and and they're going to have to go to one of the probably five toughest places in the country to play in Outson Stadium. And we'll see then if they can hang with the hang with the elite teams. And then don't they get USC to And they go home week? to USC. Ooh. Home to USC. So, I mean. Oh boy, oh, boy. But after that, you know, even if you can get through that with one loss, even if you had two, I think they're very winnable next four games in the Pac-12. They close uh, – They have, at UCLA will be tough at the Rose Bowl because I think UCLA is better defensively mm-hmm. this year, and they seem to have found a quarterback. Quarterback, young they kid. Yeah. with the Utah game. So right. tough at the end of the year too, but they get kind of get a stretch after USC where I think they can put together uh, – string some wins together. So so the, going back to when you guys hung your win totals, I think three and a half was the number yeah. for Colorado. At mm-hmm. the time, did yeah. you see much action on that? Either under. way. We under. saw under from the pro betters. Yeah. I mean, there's two pro batters that have told me that they were the worst power five team of the last 30 years last year. But but it's a whole new team. Yeah, it's a whole new team. But then you say, well, could he just take a Jackson State team, you know, and go to the Pac-12 and compete? Mm. You know, there's there's arguments. I think the, the coordinators get a lot of credit. This is a very well coached team. It is. And if you watch them, they started out very simple week one, the simple offense against TCU. 
they're starting to add some different NFL packages now. Mm-hmm. And they'll continue to add them because they have professional coaches. You know what I mean? They yeah. will get better as the season as they continue to get more complex against, you know, routes in that, route trees that college defenses never face. Mm. Dion certainly did on the other side of the football and can, right. uh, can do nothing but just help that out. Yep. Uh, so this is a bad weekend in college football. As far as marquee yeah. matchups, what will that do for you guys tomorrow? Will you see a downtick? Yeah. And they, they, they go at seven o'clock, 10 o'clock Eastern, the Colorado state Colorado right. game, which yeah. is, you know, Michigan state plays Washington. So that's a good game for mm-hmm. our clientele yep. and an intersectional game. And then I think that the, the marquee game is obviously in terms of a spread and importance, a division, a conference, Florida, Tennessee, which is through sure. the years been so one-sided. I mean, it really has. I, Tennessee's got could, I, you know, in my early twenties, I lost a lot of money betting on Peyton Manning against Florida and they really? were down three touchdowns. I mean, I can relive it and know where I was different years. And I, <laughs> and at the time betting three, 400 on a lot of money for me, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. as a, as a young person and a school teacher and all, I was betting way over my head. Yeah. I was convinced he would beat him and he would never come close. He'd always be down three scores and just have to throw every down. And, mm-hmm. and finally T Martin beat him the year Manning left. And of course they mm-hmm. went on to a national title, beat him in, in overtime in Knoxville the second week of the year. And were you on him that day or did you have enough? I did not because I didn't think anything of T. Martin, so I didn't play the game. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, so let's go to Saturday, let's go to Sunday because, boy, oh, boy, there's some games on Sunday. Uh, this, What do you make about the Ravens and the Bengals, and what kind of right are you seeing on this game? The Bengals can't be as bad as they looked, can they? The line opened two and a half. Now it's three and a half. We made the contest line three and a half, mm-hmm. um, I believe. No, they can't be. But I think Cleveland is really good, too. I do, too. And I think Jim Schwartz makes Cleveland's defense very, very, very good. He exploits these matchups. He's got two great edge rushers. And, I mean, everybody in the secondary was a first or second round pick. Mm -hmm. Deshaun Watson was terrible in that game. And they won 23 Awful. God awful. Which people say, see why back Cleveland. That goes to how good their defense was. Mm -hmm. 13 drives by the Bengals. Only two had multiple first downs. So... Um, I, d- I don't, I don't know. I questioned, I thought Lamar was gone for many reasons, but when they let go of Greg Roman, mm-hmm. I said, well, then he's, there's no way they're going to try to keep him. And I don't know if they were, but I think there might've been a little collusion amongst NFL owners in this to, to, to not go after Lamar, to keep this quarterback market somewhat tenable. And I think mm. Arthur, Arthur blank was a big part of that in Atlanta and then it ended up where they were able to resign him. But they bring in Todd Munkin, who's a tight end wide receiver, offensive coordinator. I didn't like the game plan against lowly Houston. I don't like trying to make Lamar a pocket passer. I, I don't think he is. I didn't think he looked comfortable. He took a couple sacks that I didn't think he should have taken. They only called two design runs for him in a game that they led wire to wire, Ken. I, I don't think there's a pathway to success. They would have been better off hiring his older brother, Jeff Munkin, who runs yeah. the triple option yeah. at Army? He does. He I'm does. Serious. Yeah. I think there's trouble there. They've got running backs are injured. Obviously, they got offensive Dobbins, line yeah. injuries. Yeah. This sets up for this is a total overreaction. And Cincinnati's one of my plays on Sunday. Um, Green Bay and Atlanta. Does that get your attention? Oh yes. Is that one it's, of them? Yeah, I, I circled it as the my game to watch in the in the. I'll be at Bar Canada because I know they won't put the sound on that at Circa. But I'll have the sound on that at Bar Canada. Because we always have Packer fans. We always have yeah. Bear fans. We always yeah. have Vikings. You know, the Midwest. The NFC yeah. North is always represented at Bar Canada in good numbers. 
because of our mm -hmm. client base. I'll have it on that. I've bet the Packers. Uh, here's a matchup of one and O teams. I think we'll learn more about. I mean, Arthur Smith, I think, is trying to turn Atlanta into what Tennessee was when he was there. Run the football. Don't mm -hmm. make mistakes like Tannehill. Although I don't think Ritter is as good as Tannehill. I mean, we, I don't we played four games last year and then against Carolina. We've yet to see him try to throw the ball down the field. Everything's safe. They've got a good running game. They can run after the short pass catch. But, I mean, he had seven completions for 17 yards in the first half. They took advantage of short fields with the young turnovers and did what they were supposed to do. I think Green Bay um, actually should be a small road favorite. They were. Now they're a dog. I took one and a half with Green Bay. I'm very interested in that game to learn more about these two teams. I am too because I think Jordan Love is maybe better than a lot of people thought he yep. was going to be. Uh, the game last night, back to it for just a second. What do you make of the Vikings now at 0-2? I thought the Vikings turnovers. played – played better than they did in week one, but now they find themselves 0-2 and, and facing the Chargers, and they, they might be out of it early here. Mm -hmm. And then what do you do? Do you dismantle this team? Yes. I mean, I clearly think they made a mistake watching the game last night with Dalvin Cook. This kid is not no, as good. Dumb. It's no. not even close, Kenny. And they can't run the football. No, it's not even yeah. close. I think that made a major mistake. Mm -hmm. Cousins is who he is. He's going to turn the ball over here and there. He's going to put, put up a bunch of yards. That game wasn't his fault. No. That game. They had some very bad breakdowns in coverage with long hitters for, for Philadelphia. They they kind of exploited Devonta Smith and got him, themselves out ahead. I feel better about who Minnesota is, but I still think they're in a really bad spot, and I still don't trust the defense. How about the look-ahead line on the Chargers? That's only 49 the to total. How can that be? That game's got to be in the midfield. I, I, I bet it, I'll bet it over as soon as I can get access to it. I mean, I saw it in a not in Nevada, but 49 seems wrong to me. With you, Justin Herbert and Kirk Cousins right. and those, and those group two of skill guys, yeah, and those two yeah, defenses. and those defenses. Um, help me out on this one. I was Sunday night football, it's Miami, New England. Miami yeah. went crazy week number one. Yeah. Condon, I, he, I just won't <laughs> pipe down about this Patriots team. He really legitimately thinks the Patriots are a player. I think Miami's gonna paste them. What am I missing? Well. You could argue that New England was the better team in the opener against I Philadelphia. I agree. That's not, it's not a stretch. You could argue that. I'm still not sold on Mac Jones. Mm -hmm. um, I think Belichick will defend Tua and, and those receivers better than, obviously, the Chargers. I, what were they doing? I mean, yeah. you're not going to double hill. You're not going to try to bump them. You're not going to – I mean, 19 yards a catch? That's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. Staley's going to be gone. I mean, this mm -hmm. is – they're wasting our career of Herbert there. Yep. But – I think at three, I like Miami. I would play this game just on the number. You know, it's three and a half. Three and a half, I wouldn't play him. I, I, I think it'll be a closer game. Do you? Uh, weather maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe there's some humidity there in the northeast. which is different than humidity in the south. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know. I think it'll be an interesting game. I don't know if New England has the speed, though. Miami is all about quick decisions and speed with Tua, right? It's all about it. It's all timing and it's all rhythm. Yeah. If Belichick can find a way to throw off the rhythm, maybe they have a shot. Yeah. Um, and at three and a half, I wouldn't want to lay it. But uh, I said to you, I desperately wanted to bet Miami to get to the Super Bowl. It's just a question of mm -hmm. Tua's health. Health. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Uh, the speed of Waddle, the speed of Hill. Yep. You, you, that, you, said that you can't teach that, obviously. Uh, I know you're short on time, so real quick, let's go to Monday night. Um, Cleveland and Pittsburgh, that's the later of the two starts. That's I bet it a under. Big spot. I bet it under. I like Cleveland, but I have Cleveland future bets. I think the defense is really good, but I also think Deshaun is struggling. 
And I mm-hmm. think the Steelers, they, this, with Deshaun struggling, they become a little bit one-dimensional. Uh, maybe it was a little bit the weather, but he was short on every throw, right? Yeah. He just couldn't get yeah. the ball down the field. The defense was so dominant. I think this will be a game with few points in it. I like Cleveland to cover the two and a half, but I bet it under 39. Yeah, I've got futures too. And yep. if, if it does come yep. home to roost, I can thank your panel on sign up weekend because that's where that's where I learned about this Brown seat because I was not including him. Last thing for you, we'll let you go, I promise. The Bears, you did not like him. You took a major stand against him. You bet an, alter, an alternate under yep. total. Yep. Boy, they looked awful in week one. Yeah, and I think Tampa Bay will beat them in Tampa Bay. They're, they're a bad team, a bad O-line, a bad D-line, an inaccurate quarterback. I don't think much of their coach and the coordinator. I just mm-hmm. think they're a very bad. They were the worst team in football. I'm not sure that they're better than the third worst team this year, right? I don't see where the improvement is. Yeah. What's the Bears fans' excuses now? You had 20 years of saying it was Favre and Rodgers. What's your excuse now? And on the excuse train, let me close with this, Kenny. I bet Ohio plus three tomorrow. Okay? Yeah, they did. Williams, they're all, you know, they're going to carry Matt Campbell off on their shoulders. They don't win one score games. Ohio has the better quarterback. That kid, Canadian kid is back, right? He's yep. better than Rocco Medier or whoever that Iowa State quarterback. That kid, I mean, I got more zip on the ball throwing to the flat. I, they don't win close games. They got to go. Athens is not a, an easy place to play. I could just see Iowa State making turnovers, missing field goals, and this being a, a, a one-point game either way two or, or an outright upset. I've tr- bat Matt Campbell too many times before laying a short number, and I never come out on top. Chris Felica tweeted that. I don't have it in front of me. No. Uh, the, Matt Campbell's record in, in games where they're favored by four or getting four, awful. Ludicrous. Like six and it's, six and twenty or something it's like ludicrous. that. Ludicrous. Yeah. But yeah. but he's uh, he's you know he's better than Ferentz, right? Go, go ahead. Yeah, but you know what? The shine's coming off. Cyclone Nation doesn't love him like they once did. Really? We're out of time. No, oh, I think my. that they better win this week for Matt Cam. I'm not saying he'll be fired. About, I don't want to. How about if Purdy wins the Super Bowl in the NFL? Then you take another hard look at Matt Campbell. Yeah, wouldn't that be something <laughs> if he does? Oh my gosh. And they got a chance to, Mike. They, they got, got a, a real to. chance. Yes, they, they do. do. Go do your thing. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for being with us on the Hook Part of Iowa Everywhere, sponsored by Circus Sports here in Iowa. Happy birthday, Aiden. We'll see you next week. Iowa Everywhere.